What's up, guys? So I just wanted to inform everyone that this is our last episode of the current season. If you're not familiar with the show, we work in seasons of 10 episodes and we take some time off a couple of weeks just so we can gather emails and make sure that the show is up to par every single week. So this is the time that we ask all of you to reach out to us, send us emails if you want to be a part of the show and we'll go through all of them. We're still recording things, but it'll be a couple of weeks before we put out another episode. Just wanted to let everyone know. Thank you so much for your continued support and enjoy the show. Welcome back to Other People's Lives. I'm Joe Sanagato. I'm Greg Dybeck. Just want to give a quick shout out to all our patrons who are supporting our show at patreon.com slash OPL show where you can get uh, extra episodes and follow-ups with previous guests and access to our Discord so you can talk to some of our guests as well. Yes. Today, we are speaking with a woman who has a poop fetish. Uh, this is also known as scatophilia, as I understand, or scat for short. Uh, it is the sexual arousal and pleasure from feces. So thank you for coming on the show today. Hi, thanks for having me. So look, if, if anyone's a fan of OPL, you know that we don't kink shame on this show. Uh, but I think it's safe to say that this is probably one of the more uh, extreme fetishes people would label it as. Uh, so you have a fully captive audience here, especially from us. Like for me personally, I can't even have sex if I took a poop like within the last two hours. So like <laughs> this, this for me is really interesting. Um, but to, to kick it off, how do you begin to you know understand that you have this fetish and, and this interest? Yeah. So, um, well, first I want to say I definitely recognize that it's like weird and super gross to most people. Um, but I guess I realized I had this fetish, um, when I was pretty young, I think when I was kind of starting puberty and, you know, you start to get kind of like those turned on feelings and you're like, Oh my gosh, what's going on? Um, when I, so I, I, just one day I, I wanted that, like I wanted to see women pooping. Um, and that was really hard for me to grapple with because, you know, I'm a, a woman myself. Um, this was how I realized actually that I was bisexual is, um, I realized I wanted to see women poop. And I think I realized it when I read an article one day on like a health website and it was about like constipation or diarrhea or something. And I was like, oh, my God, what are these weird feelings in my private areas? Like, what is going on here? So even reading about poop is like it does something for you. Yeah, absolutely. And um that's there's a lot of like subcategories of this fetish and that's one of them is like there's like erotica and stuff that you can find online um it's literally people describing them pooping and it definitely turns me on like poop fan fiction pretty much yeah <laughs> wow yeah except it's like the back of a like a uh, cereal box for fiber and staying regular yeah. <laughs> so wait what uh I, yeah I, well i was gonna ask how how old are you at this point um, I was, I think 11 or 12. And okay. so how, so you just figured it out by like when you would read about it or you would kind of, you know, I don't know, like when you yeah. go to the bathroom, does like, is there some sort of arousal from that? Um, yes and no. It kind of depends. I mean, obviously like most people, I use the bathroom every day. Um, and it's not always like 
at a time it's, it's not always convenient for me to stop and like you know masturbate and like be turned on and like enjoy the experience um but when i do have that time then that's like something that i do and i i do get turned on by pooping myself wait oh by okay so, wait sorry i got confused <laughs> there for a second but so when you have time you'll masturbate while shitting absolutely well all okay. right so, so how how with with a, a fetish like this so you're young and you start to feel these feelings how do you begin to act that out um you know and and, and act on these feelings masturbating while pooping is definitely one of them but you know beyond that is this something that you have a desire to uh i guess experience with partners as well and and just how do you explore it further kind of so i think in the very beginning um i mean i'm young it's the early 2000s the internet is officially a thing internet porn is officially a thing um and i googled it like i i googled like girls pooping or you know the way you would google anything else like some people sit down and google boobs or whatever i just googled girls pooping um and i realized that like it wasn't just me and it is a thing um it is a fetish that people have and i think um you asked about partners so that's something that's tricky um in this community uh finding someone who's also into this is really it's really difficult and I have met people online. Um, I've been on a date with a guy who also shared this fetish. Um, we ultimately didn't end up working out, but um, it's it's not necessary for me to have a partner that shares this fetish, but it's preferred. Okay, that makes sense. Well, but uh, partly because, you know, I mean, I'm assuming this is something that you'll practice on your own, even if your partner's not into it for the rest of your life, correct? Yes, exactly. And I think as long as I'm with someone who, who is okay with me doing that on my own, you know, they don't have to be involved at all. As long as they're like understanding and don't think I'm the most disgusting, crazy person alive, then I'm good. So can I just like, what, what does, you know, you don't have to be insanely graphic. And if this is like too crazy of a question, then, you know, feel free to tell me to fuck off. But like when you're, <laughs> when you're describing, like when I have the time, that I'll be pooping and also masturbating. Like, is that something you're doing like on the toilet? Or are you in your room? Like, is there like a diaper involved or something? Uh, no, that's a really good question. Um, so people with this fetish will do different things. Like they may be into doing it just on the toilet. Um, diapers is a thing. It's not my thing, but you know, some people prefer to like poop themselves in a diaper and then like masturbate um i don't i'm not super into the messy stuff i'm more into like the action itself so i prefer to do it like in the bathroom on the toilet i have pooped my pants before like on purpose and then you know masturbated like it's something i've done before but it's not what i prefer okay because there, like anything there's a spectrum and i know with scat or poop play there's things like eating it i've heard uh like smearing it on people on yourself but for you it's more focused on just the action of 
actually pooping. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's a big misconception. And, you know, I think for a lot of people, it is like, it's about rubbing it on your body or doing it on a partner or having your partner eat it. But that's absolutely not what I'm interested in. It's the actual like activity itself. Okay. And there's, there's two things that shocked me. I think initially is one with a fetish like this, you kind of just assume it's something that does take place with a partner. Like you said, like kind of rubbing and smearing it. Uh, but not the case with you. There's kind of that solo aspect to it. And I think the other one is a lot of people would probably typically assume that this is more of a male fetish, uh, but you are not a male. So that is also interesting. Yes, that's made it very difficult um, for me to find a partner that's into this and also just to kind of be generally accepted in this community. Um, It's, you know, when you reveal online on like a forum or whatever, wherever it is, you reveal that, you know, hey, I'm a woman that's into this. You're immediately just, you know, sexualized and you're a superstar rated. Do you say superstar? Yeah, basically. Like, it's like rare. So it's like, oh my God, like. Like a unicorn or something? Kind of. I, I mean, I assume. Yeah, no, that's that's very accurate. So, I, hmm. I mean, also, we talked about like the smearing and the, you know, eating and stuff like that. Like, have you ever experimented with that sort of thing? Um, I have experimented with smearing it on myself and I wasn't super into it (laughs) i don't think i don't ever see myself eating poop i just don't i just don't think like i know it's like (laughs) it's a weird place to draw the line because like i won't draw the line with like oh like being turned on and masturbating while pooping but like eating it is like that's a whole different ball there's got to be some some health risks involved too no yeah that's like something that has been kind of hard for me to figure out because people who do eat poop um like people in the community that do are adamant that it is like safe and i'm like dude i don't i don't know about that yeah i don't don't know i don't think so (laughs) yeah that's that's oh boy that's (laughs) yeah i don't i don't want to find out (laughs) okay (laughs) to uh so so wait hold on i just want to say that i kind of like because when you take a okay this is just like there's no way to clean this up but when you take a big shit right yeah it's the feeling i understand it's like that release it in a way it feels good like you know not not necessarily like in a in a an arousing way i would say but just definitely like a a relief of you know whatever so i guess in a way i'm trying to put my mind you know in a in in like your mind in a way like trying to understand your point of view where it's like that is it the release feeling or is it sort of the just knowing that you are pooping like is it actually the poop or is it the the feeling you get from it it's more of the feeling you get um it's definitely like that release and that kind of like you just you're like oh thank god i you know finally I'm able to poop. Um, it's like that, that relief feeling. Um, it's also, I think because it's such like a taboo thing, um, especially for women, you know, women don't talk about pooping. We don't, you know, laugh about it with our friends. It's kind of like something that's only done in private. And so I think it's also like the fact that it's so taboo and 
it is so like disgusting, like people are revolted by it. I think that's also why it's so interesting to me, why I'm so into it. Oh, it's, yeah, it's it, fascinating to me. That, it, it's that, that it sense is. of like ad- adventurism. And, you know, we've, we've talked about it with some other fetishes, too, where it's it, if it feels wrong, that makes it feel better. Right. But do you tell a lot of people like do you, like friends or close friends that you have this? Because, you know, like you said, there is a general grossness around poop. I think the majority of people are understandably repulsed by poop. They don't want to talk about poop. Uh, so I imagine there's a sort of greater risk of being judged for this than maybe some other kinks and fetishes. So do you tell a lot of people? No, I do not. Um, I don't think I don't have any friends that know. Um, the only people that I've talked with this about, um, are people that I've met like anonymously online or, um, my current partner that I'm seeing. Um, I haven't told them like the full extent. I haven't said, hey, this is my fetish. I've just said, like, hey, I think it's, like, kind of hot when, like, girls are pooping. Do you think so, too? And they were like, no. And I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> all I want to talk about then for now. So I've heard stories of people, you know, pooping on their partner. Is that, like, how do you experience this with a partner that's into it? Yeah, so a voyeur is the big piece of it. So watching them or having them watch me, um, that's something that I'm interested in. Um, I mean, to be honest, if I had a partner that was into this, I would be willing to experiment with, like, pooping on one another. Like, it's something I'd be willing to try, but it's not something I think that I'm interested in. Interesting. How, how does this apply to sort of everyday life? Because this, it, it's similar in the sense that we spoke to a woman who has a sneeze fetish and, you know, you walk outside, especially during allergy season, people are sneezing all around. So for you, you walk into a public bathroom uh, that's like fits multiple people and someone's just absolutely like letting it go in the woman's room. I mean, is that something that you think about or does that turn sexual ever for you? Or is it just kind of case by case? It's case by case, honestly. And I try not to make it sexual because like my thing is I never want anyone else to be involved in my fetish or my sexual interests that isn't like willingly consenting. And it's, you know, it's, it's kind of a gray area where if I'm, in the bathroom and say listening to the person next to me poop um you know it's it's kind of a gray area on if they've consented to me you know sitting there being turned on by it so like it's something i try to shut out just because i i feel kind of weird about it um but it is like it's it's something that is attractive to me and that you know does turn me on to like be in the bathroom and like the person next to me is pooping that's so interesting because, like, I'm, I'm just picturing that person being like, I'm trying to be as quiet as possible, and you're over there like, just fire away, please. You know? Yeah. Like, and what, what, what about it? So I guess, you know, what you just said is, like, you get some sort of satisfaction from listening or watching other people pooping. Is there anything that makes one poop better than another poop like is it like like i don't like i don't know like what's I'm basically i'm asking what's your favorite kind of poop <laughs> um that's a fair question 
Um, I think I prefer some like a poop that's soft, but not like full on diarrhea water out the ass. Like, but like still like soft, like maybe like soft serve ice cream. Okay. Is does like <laughs> does smell come into play? Is, is sense a factor or like texture? Yeah, I think texture from like what you can visibly like see is um it's important to me um i like like a pretty like smooth soft texture smell i do not enjoy um and there are people with this fetish that you know smell is like a really big piece to them um but for me it's it's never been a thing i think i'm just as grossed out by the smell of poop as anyone else on this planet wow that is so fascinating because like i mean the smell of poop i think unanimously i mean besides the i would say small portion of people that enjoy it is like <laughs> bad and for you to be still into it even with being sort of grossed out by the smell i mean it's sort of just a, tent a testament to how much you'll kind of love it yeah i mean like it's it's weird and i don't i don't fully understand it but it's almost like yeah the smell isn't the best but it's not like a deal breaker for me right I may be reaching. Oh, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say because there are times where like, and Greg, I don't know if you, you know, I don't know if you agree to this, but sometimes like if you have like a crazy fart and it smells really bad, a part of you is like, this is, this is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, you're interested in it and you're almost proud of it in a way, or it's just that weird mystique of like, this was in my body a second ago. But when you're not in public, like here. you don't want to disturb, yeah. but you're like, that fucking stinks and like, I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? When you're yeah. on your own. So I yeah, I there, kinda, there's something there, right? What were you gonna say? I was I might be reaching here, but do you like try to poop every day, and does your diet reflect the type of poop you want and the regularity? Um, great question. I do try to poop every day, but not just for you know sexual reasons it's also just a healthy thing to do right. um i i recommend that everyone poops <laughs> once a day just to keep things going keep things regular um but it is like yeah if there's like a day where i don't poop and it was like a day where i was just like chilling around the house and kind of like you know enjoyed it a little more then it's kind of like a bummer um but as for diets um i follow a very specific diet but it is because i have uh gluten intolerance and so like i already have to be so careful with what i eat um so i don't really eat based on my future poops i eat based on like medical needs got it okay and another question is do, are, do you still have sexual experiences and sexual arousal that do not involve poop? Oh yeah, 100%. Um, I, I feel like I have a naturally high sex drive and I am still able to enjoy um, you know, sexual intercourse without the poop side of things. However, I will say if poop is involved, like that is like, it, I, I am not as turned on if poop isn't involved. I'll say that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> this, I'm not trying to be funny when I say this, but is there, 
is there any sort of enjoyment from when you have to go to the bathroom but you can't at the moment? Mm. Um, kind of. For me, not so much, just because it's kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but like for other people, like the thought of someone like really having to go and being in a situation where they can't like that is very sexy to me hmm. so like to someone to get to the point of having to poop their pants would turn you on that scenario would turn you on yeah for sure i do like five years ago forget about it it was just like <laughs> oh, i don't know what was wrong with my diet but like all the time that was happening <laughs> So would you, <laughs> I, I know that, you know, it's not always possible to have a partner that would involve themselves in poop play as well, but do you require that your partner at least be open about it? Because like, I'm admittedly, I'm poop prude. Like I, I put poop on a pedestal and I make it bigger than it is. And I don't talk, but I don't talk about it. I, I like, I'm guilty of pretending it doesn't exist sometimes, even like in relationships I've been in, it's just not something I talk about and not something that, or, or even something that I'll try to hide. You know, it's like the classic, like, oh, I'm on a date with this person and, you know, let me run the water and let this not be a thing. But would you require your partner to be more open about it as, you know, this is just a natural, you know, bodily function? Yeah. I mean, I prefer that they just be cool about it. Um, I don't think it's, I'm definitely not poop shy um and i think it's super awkward when you're in a really like you start a relationship with someone and you have to kind of like for the first few months act like you don't poop like i don't want to do that i've decided i've done that before i've decided like going forward i just want to be open about it um and i don't want it to be like this big secret thing that we're both trying to hide was there right. ever was there ever a time where you kind of suppress this or did you always sort of embrace it no, I've I've suppressed this on and off for like a very long time. Um, and I, you know, have stayed up at night and just like prayed that it goes away. Um, it's it's caused significant distress for me in the past because, you know, it's such an uncommon fetish. And I really, really want someone um, who shares it with me, but that is just so hard to find. And so it's really frustrating. Um, and I definitely, you know, have spent a lot of time wishing I was normal and I just got, you know, turned on by normal things. Um, but I think I kind of came to the conclusion that like, it's not going away. And if I look back into my childhood, like there were hints of it being present when I was very, very young. And I'm starting to think maybe it was just something I was born with and something that I'm going to have forever. So I might as well embrace it and be open about it. That's, that's the amazing part to me because just having this conversation uh, and being able to have a fun conversation around it, you've clearly embraced this and you own it. Sure. It doesn't mean you parade around and tell, you know, every friend and everyone you meet that you have this, but you know, you feel, you seem comfortable with it. And that's what always amazes me most, you know, about these conversations. Yeah, I think more than anything, I just like want people to understand that, you know, this isn't something I asked for. This isn't, I'm not some, you know, crazy sicko like people seem to think that people with poop fetishes are. Um, <laughs> I'm just a normal person who somehow one day was like, oh, I'm turned on by this. And now that's just the way I am. 
Yeah, I, I always am so fascinated by these things because, you know, I don't think that I have any sort of like fetish that's worth talking about, really. But when I hear about them, I, I love hearing about them. And this this one specifically, because I feel like this one's kind of up there on the list of like, if you're into this, you got like, this is like one of the fetishes that not a lot of people have. So I always love, the reason why I asked you that question is because I always talk about how I enjoy hearing people talk about it and how they've just embraced it because I feel like so many people, uh, you know, as far as like communication, like they don't really talk about the things that they're into sexually. So they just settle for a very mundane, you know, sex life because they're into these certain things. So I always am, uh, you know, again, fascinated by, you know, people who are just like, I'm going to embrace this, even though not a lot of people have this thing. And most people would think it's like gross or whatever, but I'm into it and I got it and I'm going to make it work. Like, I, I think it's, I think it's really cool, honestly. Oh, thank you. I mean, I don't think I could live with myself if I didn't learn to embrace this and accept it. Um, I think it's been a really big part of me kind of growing up and becoming more mature and yeah. Yeah, totally. And it just goes to prove, too, that there are extreme versions of everything. And I just think with this fetish, that is the first place that people's minds take them is, okay, if this person is into this, they're sitting in their room covered in their own poop, eating a poop lasagna, uh, not having oh. sex unless their partner's covered with poop. Like, you know, and, and we've seen those extremes talked about or, or made fun of uh but you know to just hear this kind of more moderate you know version of it where it's it's private it's you know you're still not you're not pooping in public like it's still a very private thing to you that you know you are turned on by uh just makes it uh much more understandable yeah i mean i have no hate for the people who do want to cover themselves and their shit and eat a shit lasagna i mean you know as long as you're not hurting anyone else you do you um you might make yourself sick good luck with that like i don't i don't have any hate for people who are into the more extreme stuff but i think people would understand the fetish more if they saw that the extreme part is like a very small percentage and more of us are just kind of into you know casual casual pooping the act itself Totally. And I'm learning, too, through these conversations that consent has a bigger meaning also. And it's not always just between two people, but it seems like people who are within certain communities or have fetishes take the more broad idea of consent very seriously. And that's that you're not forcing other people to take part in your fetish or witness your fetish. So you're not you know, going to walk around covered in your own poop and, and things like that. Yeah, I think that's a common misconception, too, with people with fetishes because I mean we've done the show long enough to know that a lot of the people that we've talked to that's like a big thing where they're not into just like forcing people to be a part of it or you know anything like that it, they have a they put a you know a pretty they put a foot down when it comes to like this is something that you do in private and you make sure people consent to it like I would never do this like outside with people around and no one's like consenting to it so I just wanted that to be noted because I feel like that's a common misconception when people think about fetishes they think that you know they would someone would trick someone into this sort of thing or, or something mm -hmm. like that and, and that's just not the case oh my gosh no never i would never do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah we uh an episode a little while ago uh the person in a master slave relationship you know obviously everyone's different and and that was a very specific kind of relationship but i remember some 
outrage from people in other, you know, certain sub communities who had fetishes that were upset that she went out in public with her boyfriend's come on her face because that sort of broke that cardinal rule, uh, which was interesting. Yeah, I would say if, you know, the script was a little different and it were someone going out with poop on them, if that were their fetish, um, that's a hard no for me. I, I think that's absolutely unacceptable. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a big <laughs> that <would> ask. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. What would you say to anyone listening who, you know, has this potential fetish or kink or is just interested in even exploring this behavior that just has no idea where to start and, you know, might be suppressing it at this moment like you were in the past yeah i think um it's it's hard because as much as i want to say oh just love yourself just accept yourself you know that's something that they're gonna have to find in themselves um over time i will say you know when it comes to if it's something like you're thinking about exploring um don't you know be nervous about it um there is some information online reddit is a great resource um for this fetish um definitely just you know get get the the taboo side unless that's what turns you on out of your head um and just figure out what you like and spend time alone um don't do anything too messy because it smells really bad. <laughs> um, yeah, good luck to you. Very well said. And I, I have to say talking to you has been very interesting and it's been a delight. So thank you for coming on and uh, kind of talking to us about this because I know you said earlier that you don't really tell people. So I appreciate you um, coming on the show and, and talking about it. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I hope that, you know, I could at least shed some light on this fetish and help people understand a little better. 100%. I, I think you did a great job of that. Thank you. Great. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Have, Have a, a good, good night. One. Before we get to our final thoughts, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, we talk about sex a lot on this show, so let's talk about sex right now. With Blue Chew, you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence boost in bed. So listen up. It's bluechew.com, blue like the color, and Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. And Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance in bed, and it's prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to a doctor's office. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. Ships right to your door in discreet packaging. And right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. You can visit bluechew.com, and you can get your first shipment free when you use the promo code OPL. All you pay is the $5 in shipping. Again, that's bluechew.com, B-L-U-E, chew.com. Promo code OPL and try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for being a sponsor of this podcast. Our next sponsor is Native, and Native makes these deodorants that are safe for your body and safe for the environment. They actually just released their plastic-free deodorant, which is 100% uh, paperboard and 0% plastic, and they also come in great scents. Um, they have uh, cucumber and mint. Uh, coconut and vanilla, which is my favorite. It smells delicious. Honestly, I feel like eating the, the thing, but I won't. Uh, lavender and rose. And um, they actually have new scents right now. Um, they have sweet peach, coastal oak, and amber. 
uh, cactus flower and poppy and apple and honeysuckle. Okay, these are delicious smelling deodorants that they're making that are safe for your body. They're aluminum free. And like I said, now they are plastic free as well. Uh, and they're moving towards being 100% plastic free by 2023 with their plastic free free by 23 uh, movement that they are creating here. But we love, uh, you know, native deodorant because they um, not only smell good and they are just as good at uh, protecting the odor and keeping the odor in and keep you smelling fresh as you know, any other deodorant brand, uh, but they are safe and they're good for the environment. And, um, you know, you can go on native and get yourself some, if you'd like, uh, at nativedo.com slash OPL, or use the promo code OPL at checkout. That is native, N-A-T-I-V-E-D-O-D-E-O.com slash OPL uh, for 20% off your first order. Okay. And I have a bunch of native deodorant. It's the only deodorant that I use. Um, and I stand by them. I love what they're doing for the environment. And, you know, the, the scents are just amazing. I find them, you know, better than your, you know, usual smells that you find in stores. These are much better and they smell more natural and they're safer. And, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm standing by native. Uh, so go check them out again. That is nativedo.com slash OPL or use the promo code OPL at checkout for 20% off your first order. Um, I will say before we say anything, I can't wait for everyone who listens to this episode. The first shit that they take after this episode, oh, it's all they're going to be thinking about. Yeah, that's you can't pay for that type of marketing. No, I know <laughs> <laughs> that type of marketing. We have now entered the minds of everyone when they shit. But no, but what I was going to say is that, you know, what I said earlier on the episode is that I kind of I get it in a way, because when you take like a, a poop that you really had to take. In a way, it's like it feels good. It's like taking a of long course. pee. Like you ever take a long pee and your body just shakes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? So there yeah. is oh, yeah. something about that that is like attractive. And it's interesting because, you know, obviously there is levels to fetishes. And with hers, it seems like the most, you know, logical one where it's like during the act. You know what I mean? The smearing, the eating, that is a lot, honestly. But the the act, like I get how like that feels good. There's a release. Like I, I kind of understand that in a way. But I mean, what an episode. That was that was just that was great. <laughs> yeah, that there's definitely there is a correlation between sex and shitting for sure. Even if it's a I don't know. I I don't know the boundaries of it, but th- wait, remember Blunk Wait, Blum- wait I, why are you saying like that? Okay, why I was saying that is remember Blumpkins? Yeah, but I think that's like an urban legend that like you get a blowjob while you're. I know someone. I know someone who did it. But I feel like that's more of like a for the story type of thing. But I guess not in for the sure. community. We should have asked her about Blumpkins. You should have asked that. Yeah, uh, yeah, but okay. No, I I do agree. It's like a story to tell, and the person that I know who got it, uh, it, you know, this wasn't a fetish or anything. But I guess what I mean is, uh, you're like the simultaneous releases. I could see how there's something there, like an orgasm and a shit, which could like fall I, into the category of orgasmic in a way. I I don't even know if I could shit with a boner. No, I don't know how that, that happens. I don't think I but. work like that. <laughs> like, I honestly don't think I could do that. Like, it doesn't feel like my body's capable. Yeah. But like I said, I, I mean, I say this every time we do a fetish episode, but I do love when people embrace it. I was just about to say embrace their shit, but... 
in this case, it literally, like, just embrace it, and they kind of just, like, practice it, like, fuck it. Even as, you know, as crazy or as outlandish people might think it is, there is something awesome about people just owning it, you know? Like, uh-huh. I, I love it when people do that. Um, but it also, it's, dude, how about the fact that she said she's not interested in the smell at all? Like, the smell is, like, most of the shit. Am I crazy? Yeah, no. Most of my assumptions were proven wrong, kind of <laughs> right away. I thought, like, I thought smell, smell would, would be enjoyable. I, th- I thought that'd be a huge part of it because yeah. that's like the most accessible part of it. Yeah, the like smells... a, a peop- like humans are into scents. You know, you ever see in movies yeah. where guys like they're in a girl's room and they'll smell their underwear? Like, I don't get that. I, I still don't understand that. What the f- what are you smelling for? Like, it's gonna you're gonna smell detergent. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just make it, it makes it's weird. But anyway, I'm saying like the aroma of shit is so bad to me but to some people the bad smell is good i guess but she didn't even say it was good it's no, just she like, didn't like it i'm saying like in general for, i mean but for some people yeah i mean it, makes, um, it even makes less sense to me that she feels like I don't like the smell. I just like the, I'd like knowing the texture. Cause she doesn't, she didn't mention anything about like actually touching it, like throwing it around or anything. She just likes the act, but she does have like a preferred yeah. sort of poop. Also. Yeah. Good luck to everyone who eats uh, soft serve ice cream after this episode too. Enjoy. You'll also so, be thinking about at, it. At least one person is having ice cream as they're listening. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, that that really flipped a lot of my assumptions uh, upside down. But I, it, I guess it comes down to what you said. It's like the acceptance is the cool part because majority of people will not be able to understand this. I think there's just too many factors about poop that turn people off yeah. and that we're repulsed by. And that's just the way it is for most people. <laughs> uh, but it's... Uh, it's always interesting to hear these stories too of how these feelings start to develop at a young age and then it's just sort of that battle with yourself of you know i feel like i should be suppressing this but this isn't going anywhere so how do i explore it in a healthy way and we've been you know lucky to speak to people who have kind of been through that journey and have come out on the other side where it just seems like they can experience it with a healthy you know balance in their life yeah i think like yeah I, i i agree i think it's I think it's really cool. She explained it perfectly, and I think I have better insight on sort of, you know, why it would be. And it was also interesting how she's like, I wish I was just kind of turned on by, like, normal stuff, which she is. She is. You know, she Mm. mentioned that. But it was a fun episode. I really enjoyed that. (laughs) Yeah, wow. I mean, like I said, I poop and me. We don't don't mix. I don't talk about it a lot. First of all, I just want to say two things before we end this episode. One... You said poop prude. That was funny. Two, you guys were mentioning poop lasagna, and I was over here almost losing <laughs> Yeah, that my was mind. the worst example. First thing that came to mind. Uh, <laughs> because poop lasagna, like, lasagna is not easy to make. So no. poop, lasagna would ta- poop lasagna would take a whole bunch of effort to make. Yeah. It's I gross. mean, lasagna kind of lends itself to poop. I, maybe not the whole thing, but, I mean, there's layers that you can, you can get it in there. Right. But anyway, I am poop prude. <laughs> but, but that's something that I want to work on. Not in a sexual way right. at all, <laughs> but it's nor- we all poop. We all poop. I'm talking to myself we here, poop. but like we poop and that's that. We my poop. wife poops. My mom poops. Everyone poops. The I, I, mean, I got to get better with that. The Pope's pooping. The, the Pope poops. Yeah, everybody pooping. 
And if you're not pooping, you're weird. <laughs> yeah, well, in that's a way, a if you don't poop, that's bad. So, uh, all right, guys. Anyway, uh, if you have something that you think fits for the show, reach out to us. Go to opioshow.com and fill out the form. Send us an email. We go through all of them. If it fits, we'll schedule something and we'll get back to you. Check us out on Instagram at OPL Podcast, where we post clips. Patreon.com slash OPL Show. The community is growing rapidly. Thank you to all you guys. We have a ton of bonus episodes. Uh, also good to, you know, if, if you want to catch up on some content while we're in between seasons, there's a lot of bonus episodes and there's still going to be more bonus episodes coming out during our off season. So check out uh, Patreon.com slash OPL Show. And yes. that's all we got. That's all we got. And thank you guys so much for supporting the show. It means a lot. Uh, this current season, our show has grown so much, and we appreciate that so much. Uh, thank you guys so much for spreading the word and all of that. We love you all. See you guys next season. Mm-hmm.